This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, 2 Samuel, chapter 3, verses 6 through 2 Samuel, chapter 5, verse 3. Abner defects to David's camp. As the war continued between the house of Saul and the house of David, Abner was becoming more influential in the house of Saul. Now Saul had a concubine named Rizpah. Daughter of Aath, Ish-bosheth, said to Abner, Why did you sleep with my father's concubine? These words of Ish-bosheth really angered Abner. And he said, Am I the head of a dog that belongs to Judah? This very day I am demonstrating loyalty to the house of Saul, your father, and to his relatives and his friends. I have not betrayed you into the hand of David, yet you have accused me of sinning with this woman today. God will severely judge Abner if I do not do for David exactly what the Lord has promised him, namely, to transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul and to establish the throne of David over Israel and over Judah all the way from Dan to Beersheba. Ishbosheth was unable to answer Abner with even a single word because he was afraid of him. Then Abner sent messengers to David saying, To whom does the land belong? Make an agreement with me and I will do whatever I can to cause all Israel to turn to you. So David said, Good, I will make an agreement with you. I ask only one thing from you. You will not see my face unless you bring Saul's daughter, Michal, when you come to visit me. David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, son of Saul, with this demand. Give me my wife, Michal, whom I acquired for 100 Philistine foreskins. So Ishbosheth took her from her husband, Peltiel, son of Laish. Her husband went along behind her, weeping all the way to Behorim. Finally, Abner said to him, Go back. So he returned home. Abner advised the elders of Israel, Previously, you were wanting David to be your king. Act now. For the Lord has said to David, By the hand of my servant, David, I will save my people Israel from the Philistines and from all their enemies. Then Abner spoke privately with the Benjaminites. Abner also went to Hebron to inform David privately of all that Israel and the entire house of Benjamin had agreed to. When Abner, accompanied by twenty men, came to David in Hebron, David prepared a banquet for Abner and the men who were with him. Abner said to David, Let me leave so that I may go and gather all Israel to my lord, the king, so that they may make an agreement with you. 
Then you will rule over all that you desire. So David sent Abner away, and he left in peace. Abner is killed. Now David's soldiers in Joab were coming back from a raid, bringing a great deal of plunder with them. Abner was no longer with David in Hebron, for David had sent him away, and he had left in peace. When Joab and all the army that was with him arrived, Joab was told, Abner, the son of Nair, came to the king. He sent him away, and he left in peace. So Joab went to the king and said, What have you done? Abner has come to you? Why would you send him away? Now he's gone on his way. You know Abner, the son of Nair? Surely he came here to spy on you and to determine when you leave and when you return and to discover everything that you are doing. Then Joab left David and sent messengers after Abner. They brought him back from the well of Sarath. But David was not aware of it. When Abner returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside at the gate as if to speak privately with him. Joab then stabbed him in the abdomen and killed him, avenging the shed blood of his brother, Asahel. When David later heard about this, he said, I and my kingdom are forever innocent before the Lord of the shed blood of Abner, son of Nair. May his blood whirl over the head of Joab and the entire house of his father. May the males of Joab's house never cease to have someone with a running sore or a skin disease, or one who works at the spindle, or one who falls by the sword, or one who lacks food. So Joab and his brother, Abishah, killed Abner, because he had killed their brother, Asahel, in Gibeon during the battle. David instructed Joab and all the people who were with him, tear your clothes, put on sackcloth, lament before Abner. Now King David followed behind the funeral pallet. So they buried Abner in Hebron. The king cried loudly over Abner's grave, and all the people wept too. The king chanted the following lament for Abner. Should Abner have died like a fool? Your hands were not bound, and your feet were not put into irons. You fell the way one falls before criminals. All the people wept over him again. Then all the people came and encouraged David to eat food while it was still day. But David took an oath, saying, God will punish me severely if I taste bread or anything whatsoever before the sun sets. All the people noticed this, and it pleased them. In fact, everything the king did pleased all the people. All the people in all Israel realized on that day that the killing of Abner son of Nair was not done at the king's instigation. Then the king said to his servants, Do you not realize that a great leader has fallen this day in Israel? Today I am weak, even though I am anointed as king. These men, the sons of Zariah, are too much for me to bear. May the Lord punish appropriately the one who has done this evil thing. Chapter 4 Ishbosheth is killed. When Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, heard that Abner had died in Hebron, he was very disheartened, and all Israel was afraid. Now Saul's son had two men who were in charge of raiding units. One was named Banoth, and the other Rechab. They were sons of Rimon, the Berothite, who was a Benjaminite. Beeroth is regarded as belonging to Benjamin, for the Beerothites fled to Gideon and have remained there as resident foreigners until the present time. Now Saul's son, Jonathan, had a son who was crippled in both feet. He was five years old when the news about Saul and Jonathan arrived from Jezreel. His nurse picked him up and fled, but in her haste to get away, he fell and was injured. Methisabeth was his name. 
Now the sons of Rimmon, the Berathite, Rechab, and Banoth, went at the hottest part of the day to the home of Ish-Boseth. As he was enjoying his midday rest, they entered the house under the pretense of getting wheat and mortally wounded him in the stomach. Then Rechab and his brother, Banoth, escaped. They had entered the house while Ish-Boseth was resting on his bed in his bedroom. They mortally wounded him and then cut off his head. Taking his head, they traveled on the way of the Rift Valley all that night. They brought the head of Ish-Bosheth to David in Hebron, saying to the king, Look, the head of Ish-Bosheth, son of Saul, your enemy who sought your life. The Lord has granted vengeance to my lord the king this day against Saul and his descendants. David replied to Rechab and his brother, Banoth, the sons of Rimmon, the Berathite. As surely as the Lord lives, who has delivered my life from all adversity. When someone told me that Saul was dead, even though he thought he was bringing good news, I seized him and killed him in Ziklag. That was the good news I gave to him. Surely, when wicked men have killed an innocent man as he slept in his own house, should I not now require his blood from your hands and remove you from the earth? So David issued orders to the soldiers, and they put them to death. Then they cut off their hands and feet and hung them near the pool in Hebron. But they took the head of Ishbosheth and buried it in the tomb of Abner in Hebron. Chapter 5 David is anointed king over Israel. All the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron, saying, Look, we are your very flesh and blood. In the past, when Saul was our king, you were the real leader in Israel. The Lord said to you, You will shepherd my people Israel. You will rule over Israel. When all the leaders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, King David made an agreement with them in Hebron before the Lord. They designated David as king over Israel. 1 Chronicles chapter 11, verses 1-3 through 3. David becomes king. All Israel joined David at Hebron and said, Look, we are your very flesh and blood. In the past, even when Saul was king, you were Israel's commanding general. The Lord your God said to you, You will shepherd my people Israel. You will rule over my people Israel. When all the leaders of Israel came to the king at Hebron, David made a covenant with them in Hebron before the Lord. They anointed David king over Israel, in keeping with the Lord's message that came through Samuel. 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verses 23-40 through 40. Support for David in Hebron The following is a record of the armed warriors who came with their leaders and joined David in Hebron in order to make David king in Saul's place, in accordance with the Lord's decree. From Judah came 6,800 trained warriors carrying shields and spears. From Simeon, there were 7,100 warriors. From Levi, there were 4,600. Jehoadiah, the leader of Aaron's descendants, brought 3,700 men with him, along with Zadok, a young warrior, and 22 leaders from his family. From Benjamin, Saul's tribe, there were 3,000, most of whom, up to that time, had been loyal to Saul. From Ephraim, there were 20,800 warriors who had brought fame to their families. From the half-tribe of Manasseh, there were 18,000 who had been designated by name to come and make David king. From Issachar, there were 200 leaders and all their relatives at their command. They understood the times and knew what Israel should do. From Zebulun, there were 50,000 warriors who were prepared for battle, equipped with all kinds of weapons, and ready to give their undivided loyalty. 
From Naphtali, there were 1,000 officers, along with 37,000 men carrying shields and spears. From Dan, there were 28,600 men prepared for battle. From Asher, there were 40,000 warriors prepared for battle. From the other side of the Jordan, from Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, there were 120,000 men armed with all kinds of weapons. All these men were warriors who were ready to march. They came to Hebron to make David king over all Israel by acclamation. All the rest of the Israelites also were in agreement that David should become king. They spent three days feasting there with David for their relatives had given them provisions. Also their neighbors from as far away as Ishakar, Zebulun, and Naphtali were bringing food on donkeys, camels, mules, and oxen. There were large supplies of flour, fig cakes, raisins, wine, olive oil, beef, and lamb, for Israel was celebrating. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious God, thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for your word and opportunity for us to get in the word together. Lord God, we are grateful for all the many, many people who, who listen, some late at night, some early in the morning, some as they work out or cook or just move throughout their day, some who do it every day and some who, who catch up on it, Lord. We ask that you would bless them. God, we thank you for them. We ask that uh, this, the, this scripture, oh God, that your word would, uh, would, would be kept in their hearts, oh God, that they would be able to pull on it and to retrieve it in times of, of need, that it would truly build them up. It would edify them, oh God, that it would help to grow us all up and to mature us and to make us more excellent, not in knowledge to just know things, but more excellent in the way of love in your way, oh God. Lord God, we thank you for your word today. And as we even think about some of these passages, particularly some of the Old Testament passages that we read, oh God, it, there is so much drama. I cannot think of a, a more accurate word besides drama and jealousy and vengeance and violence and so much turmoil. And God, that is something that we can relate to even now what it means to live into a, live in a world where there is so much vengeance and violence and drama and coveting behavior, oh God. And we need a healing touch from on high. We need a king of peace. We need a king of compassion, a king of love, a king of, that brings us wholeness and hope, oh God. And we are grateful that you are indeed our king. Lord God, help us to be mindful of this as, as we celebrate from week to week in our worship services, our public worship or virtual worship services, oh God, let us look at each of those opportunities as an event to celebrate the reigning king. I'm struck by this passage that talks about all the people that came and all the warriors and from all the tribes who made it clear that their loyalty, that their lives were on the line for the appointing of this king. And, and we know that, that David was merely a man a man who sinned against you and sinned against others, but was used by you. And, and you are the greater David, O oh Lord. You are the great king of compassion who never sinned against anybody, who has given us love, who has taken our place, who has taken our punishment and given us your righteousness. You are the king that is worthy of our weekly and daily celebration, O oh God. 
And so I pray for those who have found themselves exhausted by the church. They're exhausted by public gatherings and virtual gatherings because they have been let down. They have been mistreated. They have been ignored by people who are your people, oh God. I pray for healing and for justice for them. I pray for peace for their troubled hearts. I pray that you would be a balm to their wounded soul, oh God. And I pray, oh God, that they too would return to the worship, the celebration of the ever-reigning, just, holy, and righteous King, our King, Lord Jesus. It is in Christ's name that we pray and we entrust ourselves and we bow before the King of Kings. Amen and amen. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from BibleStudyTogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.